The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. You have made the very good decision to listen to the Tuesday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, how are you, Brigade? Sports Grid, Late Night Owls, how are you? Live Twitter and YouTube, like always. The YouTube location, boys and girls, okay? Tomorrow, we're going to have a big conversation about what we're doing with the transition come February 1st. That's tomorrow? FYI, we're going to start the conversation about where you're going to find this show because it's going to be moving. We want to give you guys plenty of time to know that we are moving from our current location on YouTube, not Twitter, (laughs) at Boston versus the book, not going anywhere. That stream will be there, okay? Not leaving. I broke down and I bought the darn blue check mark today. <laughs> Didn't want to do that for the show, but I had to do it for the show because now we can put out video clips that are longer than two minutes. And Stucky's appearance yesterday was so damn good. Yeah. And so many people have been talking about it that I was like, man, if we had what like a have? five minute clip of it or a 10 minute, whatever we can Just put out put for the length up. of it. It might yeah. be easier to be retweeted and consumed because we had to break it up and chop it up. Right. And it was such an interesting in-depth look that I was like, man, fine. I'll buy the darn Elon blue checkmark thing for 11 bucks a month. We well, bought that today. So we right. got that going. We got that going. But the YouTube thing, we'll see. How are you? Are you done whining about the cold? Man, it was cold this morning. <laughs> Tweeting about the weather. Talk about me being the weather, man. I got up this morning early and um, talked to somebody back east early for them. That means super early for the West Coast. But sometimes that's when they can talk. We're talking to everybody about the show. You're going to, I didn't know that was tomorrow on the rundown. We're going to mention where we're going to go and what we're going to be, but we still we'll, don't we'll explain know. it. We'll explain it all. Like it's just, yeah, it's I mean, just okay. We'll yeah. explain it. But um, watch the sunrise today. Ooh. And I, I got to tell you, when you watch the sunrise, especially place like here, I may mean, just drive up the hill a little bit and I can see the whole valley, look down at the strip and watch the lights come up and the sun come up behind those mountains. I posted the picture at Sports BK and Sig. It's 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 just makes you feel alive. Like it yeah. was, you know, nobody was up in the house. I snuck out, didn't wake the dog up, didn't wake the Ooh. kids up, got out. It was 36 degrees when I went outside. I was like, damn, we're it feels like we're back east, but Love it. Just love it. Been fired up since. Just been fired up since. Been having a, a hell of a day. I hope everybody's here. Coming you, in early, coming in hot. Hit the like button, please. <laughs> just, just, just. I, the over under today uh, is uh, 29 and a half. Four? I need over 29 and a half likes. That's all. Sped over. Oh, we'll Get kill over. that. You we think? That yes, we got that yesterday. Yeah, we'll crush that today. Early. Do you believe, are you a subscriber in cold plunge theories at all? 
man, I got guys telling me, oh, Dave, take a cold plunge every day. It feels good, this and that. You're going to jumping in that little pool you got thing. Well, I haven't done pool. it yet. Okay, I, I, this is a mental thing for me because I, I, my mom and I are doing this 45-day thing. Yeah. My next transition after the 45 walks, the 45 minutes for 45 days, I'm going to think about because the pool is not heated. And the temperature is about 55 degrees for the water. It's going to be cold until June, which is okay. That's fine. I am thinking about figuring out, could I do it for 30 days? Because in February, I've signed up another one of these dumb things I'm doing. I'm going to raise money. My daughter's favorite charity is St. Jude's. They're doing this push-up challenge. Yep. 100 push-ups for 28 days. So 2,800 push-ups. Okay. So I'm doing that to raise money for St. Jude's. and. I'm going to get up, do push-ups, and then I'm going to try to finagle my brain into getting into the pool for 30 seconds to a minute in the morning. I mean, that's (laughs) good luck with that. I'm going to try. I haven't, I hate being cold and I hate cold everything. I hate cold showers. Mm -hmm. I hate cold water. I I hate being cold period. I hate cold weather. Like everything about it is, is, but I, the more that I'm reading and the more that people are telling me about recovery and as you get older and loosening up your joints and just feeling more getting circulation and your adrenaline kicks in and that causes your fight or flight method to kick in with your brain and that helps your whole body and blah 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 so it i does. don't know if anybody is is an expert in cold plunge reach out and let me know and tell me how to do this how to better just to dive in walk in slowly like what's the What's the way to kind of suck? You understand in this house, she puts it's 64 degrees every day when I wake up. I couldn't deal with that. There's no way. It's <laughs> so was- cold every night. The last thing I want to do is jump <laughs> in a colder Fair. thing. You're living in a cold tub. <laughs> Literally. It's freezing here. That's really cold. Yes. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It's cold, cold. Well, We'll see what the cold weather is going to be like in Kansas City. The move came today, however, on yes, the Bengals to Tuesday. Number goes to two and a half. It did come back down at different books, but it got All as right. high as two and a half. Bet MGM was at two and a half. Now two is kind of the prevailing number across the board. Some are in back much. down to one and a half. Yeah. But what do you make of that move? Was that just a testing of the waters by the book moving on air? Is that pros coming in with Mahomes news? What do you make of the Tuesday line move? Well, I mean, I know for one of the books, it probably took a bet and moved it. And then for some of the other books, I may have said, whoa, those books are moving. We better get you behind there, you know, and move it. Um, So without actually talking to anybody directly, I think that might be some concern for Mahomes' ankle and some report that's coming that we're all waiting for that's going to be like, he's questionable. Well, we know that the first report came exactly. Out. They are pre- they are practicing as if he's going to play. That was the first report. Like, yeah. so what are we? I mean, what are we waiting for? Unless there's like some hush know. hush, don't show him, you know, in, in the press or the open practice time. We're, and then he really can't move. Like he's going to be immobilized, or he's not going to be able to scramble, and he's going to be a pocket passer. But I mean, a pocket passing Mahomes is still a really good Mahomes, without a doubt. So like, okay. I, it's over aggressive, but I mean, you got to find a stopping point. I mean, if the public, if the if the people that come in and bet the games on a weekend, just nobody's showing up to the book today. That's just a regular better and going. Give me the AFC Championship. Give me right. uh, game number three twenty three, Cincinnati for twenty two to win twenty. No, 
They're looking at the basketball. They're looking at the hockey. They're looking at the the college basketball, big board today. They're looking to bet the game now and let it sit in their account or hold a ticket for six days. So you got to find out where this number's going. You got. Do you think it gets to three? At this rate, I do. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. early, I think it might. And I think I can't believe we might be able to get Casey as a three-point home dog. That's as the book. You got to be like, are we really going to give away Casey as a home dog plus three? Seems insane. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it'll get to three. Okay. I think if anyone does it, we'll have to watch Chris at, at South Point because he, he's got the minus 110 rule, which is great. It holds you accountable. The first one, it goes to three. <laughs> the question isn't if they go to three. It's how long it stays at three. Right. Because if it goes to three and stays at three, since he's definitely decide. Now, again, they still got to win, but that's where the number's going. If it bounces off of three in 12 minutes because somebody drove a Brinks truck in or brought two bags to bet the game, and be cautious. So I don't know. Again, it's already Tuesday, and I'm getting the DMs and the texts. What side is the side? What side? What side is the side? Are you out of your mind? I don't know. Yeah. You know what side it is? No. I mean, my initial well my initial read is like i can't did you see the video of of burrow throwing the ball and doing the twirl have you seen that yet where in the game no in warm-ups so he's doing these warm-ups where he literally is throwing the ball on a line on an on a go route i think it's hearst okay but he's throwing it and he's spinning he's no looking it as he throws, he's he's no looking at it. And it's set to music. McAfee retweeted it on his Instagram account. Okay. I can't stop watching it. Like it is swag on swag on swag. Like it the just boy wakes up with swag. It but it just it's it. something about this team that I'm going, they're gonna win the whole thing. Like oh, they're you're just buying. you're buying. I believe in oh, momentum oh. and I believe oh, in here he goes. That there are Forces at work where it's aligning because if you play the 49ers, if it's Bengals 49ers, you've been waiting for the Brock Purdy game for Brock Purdy to turn back into the last pick in the draft. That might be the game that it happens. Couldn't it be in Philly this weekend? Could be in Philly this weekend as well. Eagles. I would be so that game. Eagles Bengals would be a tremendous football game. Like, I don't even know who I'd bet at this moment as to who would win. I think it would be an unreal game. I think the older, more experienced team with more weapons, and I know the Eagles have a lot of weapons, I just think it would be really interesting. We have three of the youngest quarterbacks alive in this round in history. Hello. We got youth being served right now <laughs> with with Purdy, uh, Jalen Hurts and Joe Burrow. Uh, and Joe Burrow and Mahomes isn't exactly like Mahomes it. Is, what was he? Twenty five? Yeah. I think he's twenty seven, right? Twenty eight. So yeah, I mean he's not like an older statement. Put it in the chat. How old is Patrick Mahomes? Please, somebody. First so it's, one in. It's a different. You know, it's 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 a wild weird. weird they, they they tweeted this out today. Uh, the NFL did about age. Um, let's see. So. This week, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, da, 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 where's that? Um, where's the age tweet? We'll find it. But it, it basically comes oh, down to uh, 
Oh, here we go. So Brock Purdy's 23. Yep. Jalen Hurts is 24. Mm-hmm. So that's the first pair of starting quarterbacks in a conference championship game under the age of 25. Okay. We've never seen these two youth quarterbacks being at this level before, being this late into the playoffs. Mahomes is the elder statesman at 27. Thank you, Jay Dalbets. Marcelo Unda coming 27. in. 27. He's I mean, the elder statesman. In 25, right? Burroughs 25. So, I mean, it's just we are seeing youth. This is a tr- transitional type of time in the NFL. We're watching the Brady's roll out. We've already seen Roethlisberger go. We've already seen these quarterbacks step Why away from the game. You got to talk about Roethlisberger. Why'd you well, pick him? I mean, there's other older he, quarterbacks. Because he has a tired. ring. Because he's got a ring. He does. He has a cup. So, he had two. He had if he has a ring, I'm talking about the the, the that generation of quarterbacks who won championships. Taking a shot at the steel. Not a shot. He I mean complimented. I mean, he won. Okay. He, he's, a, he's a winning, a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Damn We've right. seen it with our eyes. That's right. Brady, Roethlisberger, Manning. We've seen all these guys. That, that is you know, you. Tom's left. He's the last one left of that generation. But now we're seeing this new found talent, and it's pretty damn impressive. I mean, it's it awesome. really is. Do you put Josh Allen in that category. Not yet. Right. Got to win a divisional playoff game. Right. Got to get to the championship game before we can put him there. Which it's just for whatever reason, he's not there yet. I mean, it's, he's done great things. Not those things. That's what I don't I mean. It's just not there. Do you No. And the elbow is something to watch. Oh, Dr. Peralt, what are Telling you talking you the about elbow, elbow for? What are you talking about? I'm not. He did. He talked about it yesterday. He said something about his elbow? Yes. It's been hurting him for weeks. Mm. And he started dropping excuses like that, but he, I mean, he said he had to start to throw the ball differently because of the pain. Oh, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. couldn't throw the ball the same way. Now he's like, I'm not making excuses, but I'm just telling the fact that, like, my elbow needs work. So wh- if he needs Tommy John surgery, which is what the injury is to that ligament, UCL ligament. We've never seen that for a quarterback. (laughs) Quarterback getting Tommy John. It could be six months. It could be a year. Who knows how long it is. Football's a heavy thing. Not like a baseball. Football's heavy. A lot of stress on that elbow. Well, plus you get hit. All the time. On the elbow. You run, you fall, you this, you that. Like, there's a little more to it. Like, you know, pitchers, it's almost like a, it's weird how Tommy John has become almost not a requirement, but it's almost like a they come back prerequisite for getting really good. Like, you know, well, they come back with bionic arm. Yes. Um, I don't know if the NFL guys will, I mean, if he does it and that starts it, but what are they going to do if he don't play? That's what I mean. You said Bill O'Brien coming back. Go to that in a second. Like there's no, the not better oh. than the bills. Are we sure? So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dolphins have quarterback problems. Bills could have quarterback problems. They got a head coaching problem. We know that. Oh, boy. So are we so quick to go automatically just kind of go and then dismiss it? So I'm just saying, like, before we completely throw apart, the, you know, there's nothing going on. The Patriots aren't going to be back, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Anyways, boy. before we get to that in a second, how about this ticket price for the game? How Which much game? would How much would you pay to go to the NFC championship game? If you're an Eagles fan, how much would you shell out to go to this game? Because they are throwing some serious money around right now. It don't mean that much to me. I, I, I'm, I'm not pot committed like to go to the championship game. It's not my team, so I don't know how. My, I don't know if I'm a good example. I don't think I would pay. 
What does that number say? <laughs> what the? What does that number say? Hold on. I got to put on the glasses again. Does that say $6,219? Yes, it does. <laughs> you got to be nuts. Right? I mean, it is. This is the most expensive ticket right now, but $6,000 to get in. What the? I, I mean, come to, on. For, a, for a single football game per ticket now. This is one come ticket. $6,000, one ticket go to, to go to what the Eagles and the Niners. It's funny because the Chiefs have been there five straight years, right? So this is sort of like we've seen this before. Right. So the, Chiefs, so the Chiefs tickets right. aren't expensive. Get in for about four hundred bucks to get to a right. chief to get in the chief game. It's not that bad. I got a. Oh. I got one of my former producers got two tickets to the championship game. He's trying to sell it. He's selling them for four fifty each. In Kansas so, City. Uh huh. Yeah. In KC. So like, if people are. I got an offer to fly back and go to the game. Which the in damn Phil- air, the Philadelphia. Whoa. The, the airline tickets alone are ridiculously expensive. Just to get to Philly. Yeah. Oh, they know what they're doing. Have you looked at airline tickets recently? No, I don't. I'm not, not since I flew home for Christmas and Thanksgiving, but I mean, it's It's absurd. Yeah. It's been absurd for over a year now. Yeah. It's it's very expensive. It's very, especially where we live flying East because it's a five hour flight flying to the East coast. Yeah. And it's supposed to rain in Philly and like, I got to get the rain gear out again. That's no fun. Cold and wet's no fun. Cold and wet. Like in that, Wintry mix range. It might be forty. It might be thirty. Uh, somewhere in between. Starts as rain, but that tailgate turns the night. But that tailgate, that tailgate is gonna be the epic. hype is better than the game. Some probably, yeah. The I mean, it's gonna be an epic party. It's just an absolute epic, epic party. Oh, but I would love to go with Eagles fans. I mean, my my dear friend. Norm and his son, Nate, went to the Mm. World Series. They went to the National League Championship Series. Wow. He's nine years old. He got to go to that. Whoa. And now his team's in the NFC Championship. I called called him last night. He said, does the kid know how spoiled he is right now? This is like Boston fans. Kid kid, kid is not spoiled. He's not spoiled. He's spoiled he gets to go. His team hasn't won anything yet. Well, that's that's (laughs) – you're getting the opportunity to win, but then sure. you know, as a Philly person, you don't win. Like his, his right. dad, Lucy, yeah, Lucy's his, got the football. The Lucy, right, like because you're Philly. <laughs> he found out hard about the Sixers when they lost to the Raptors. He was so all into that, and now he's kind of been jaded with the Sixers because they're good all during the regular season. Played a song, all this stuff. Watches all the regular season games, losing the playoffs, rinse and repeat the pattern. Now the Phillies got good. Got all the way to the World Series and boom, donkey kicked to the nuts. <laughs> and now you get the now you get the Eagles number one seed, been rolling, playing all the hype videos, all in during the NFC Championship at home. Well, we've seen this show before. I mean, the Buccaneers went there and won. The last one though, the Vikings went there as small favorites and lost, and the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Who'd they beat in that Super Bowl? I can't remember. Who was right. it? Right. Yeah. I'm having a hard time. Was it? Nah. I'm having a hard time. Nah. With- <laughs> I, what team is that? Nah. I'm having a hard time with this Brock Purdy oh. narrative with him in Philadelphia. I'm starting to 
Philly's got four guys with 10 or more sacks on that defense. Say it, say it loud again. Say it again. Philadelphia has four players first in history to have 10 or more sacks. Right. Right. A rookie quarterback. Tell the on, people on the road. Here we go. Having a hard time getting behind the Niners. I'm, 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 I, I want the Niners to win. I'm, I'm cheering for the Niners to win. But when my money's at stake, I'm having a hard time putting that dollar down mm. and saying the Niners are going into the link with Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy's not going to make some major mistakes. I don't know. It's, I don't you get know. the feeling it's coming, but it hasn't come yet. It may not come. They could win the whole freaking thing. They could win the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. It's more improbable than Brady in 2001. Of the four choices, mm -hmm. who has the longest odds right now? Have you looked at the Super Bowl odds? Don't look. They're all like 10 cents a piece. Who has the longest? Isn't it the Bengals at plus 270? Nope. Is it the Niners? It's the Niners. Yeah, but it's like it's so close, though. It's not far. Make somebody the favorite. I know, but it's not like it's a major discrepancy. It's not like one team is five to one and one team is two to one. It's all two fifty, two sixty to one. It's 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 Kansas City plus what? Two forty and the Eagles and the Bengals are almost all the same price, right? And then it's significantly different. Not like eight to one, but it's the longer odds and the exacter prices, the prices on the Niners to win right now are really good compared to the other ones. I was surprised. Oh, I have to go buy that today. Need to go look at that. Okay. By the way, it was the Patriots, by the way, the I'm, Patriots that lost to the Eagles in the Super Bowl. What happened when McNabb played the Patriots in the Super Bowl? He threw up on a field and lost. They, they, they lost. <laughs> so it's one first. one. So we're one one. It's one on one. We're one one. Okay. One, so one. let's let's just okay. And and the last one though, last one was the Eagles. Correct. Last one. And and how many do they have? What was that play called? The Philly special. Wait, wait, how many do they have? How the many Philly rings special? do they have? The, 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 one. They had, they have one. Oh 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 one. Okay. They beat the Patriots. Congratulations. So did the Giants twice. No, they did those were you're, glorious, Mike? You're not alone in that category. Oh, when the Giants the beat Super the Bowl. Patriots, man, that was unbelievable. Man, but was the fun. Patriots beats the laundry list kind of goes with the Rams and the Rams and the Panthers and the Eagles and goes on and on and on for six. I know, Falcons. I know. They beat the Steelers in the damn AFC Championship multiple times too. Well, that, that just we just owned you guys. That was I. Oh, playing, playing the Steelers was easy. That was that was easy money right there. Chris D just came in and said the Chiefs are the longest odds at stations. <laughs> what? We pulled off. <laughs> now I'm pulling this up. You what? Gotta be, there's no way that they would have done that. That's got to be the biggest fat fingered play of all time. If that's the case, they're plus three twenty. They're the longest Wait, shot. Is they that Max's dad, Chris? They must have just moved that. I know he bets at station, so I believe it. If that's Chris's dad, if if, if that's Chris Max's D, dad, Chris, Chris D, who Chris okay. D, I don't yeah. know uh -huh. Chris D, uh huh, Max, Chris D, yeah. that's Madeline's friend. Oh, oh, so there Hi, we Chris. go. Welcome to the show. Keep telling people about the show. We appreciate you being here and watching. Uh, football oh, futures. He's right. Holy so, shit! So who's the favorite there at stations? Hold on, the Eagle. The, the Chiefs are plus 320 at stations. You get three to one odds on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl right now. 
Eagles are plus 240. Bengals plus 240. Niners plus 310. Chiefs plus 320. Wow, they must have they must have a position. They must be losers to wow. That's great. That gotta be the best price in that might be the best price in the country. How about maybe the world? Yeah, maybe. Kansas City three to one on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl at stations right now. This is a Vegas only casino for you guys who don't know what stations is. Stations is a local casino group here in Las Vegas and has multiple locations all over the city and the whole state. But Super Bowl. What does that mean in your mind? When 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 they're so off market, what does that tell you? They want to bet on the Chiefs. So somebody, oh, yeah. Well, it makes sense that the Niners. I don't know. So what? They're a West Coast book with East Coast money. Somebody came in and hammered the Eagles. <sighs> no At stations, which I, is probably I, the I worst mean, place. Maybe they've taken a lot of bets on the Eagles up all season. I mean, and they no offense to our friends at stations, but they, they have the worst futures odds ever on every sport. Always. Uh, like cancel them off the list. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's for, the for truth. Advertising with us. Or Wait a minute. Sponsor. Is that not right? Is out. Am no, it's terrible. No, you're hundred percent. Right. The, I just the we worst odds have said that off the air. Well, Maybe not on the air, but hey, they're out. We talk the truth. We do. It's Maybe nothing but change, truth. Maybe they'll That's change right. their numbers. If they hear that publicly saying that it's the truth, you better future at stations. They have the longest odds or the worst odds in, in town. Always in every sport. Pretty consistent with that. They yes. don't like future betting. They don't want people to bet futures with them. They, it's very limited because it just they're they're on. They have one place down by the Strip Palace Station, and for the nice most place. part, they're all on the outskirts of town. So they get locals, and locals a lot of times don't bet futures. They like to bet daily or weekly or whatever, and they they don't probably have the same. I would think I don't know if they have the same kind of handle that. The strip places do an unbelievable futures business. I mean, people walk in every day and bet like Jacksonville to win the Super Bowl or the Jets to win the Super Bowl. I mean, you can't even advertise and get that money. So um, that's surprising. That is really surprising to me. It's borderline stunning. Thank you for putting that in there, Chris. Do the Vertitas know something we don't? Do, do, do they have some idea that Mahomes is like really hurt? You think that's what that means? They're taking a lead position on it. I, don't I would know. No, I think your I think your first read is right that they have they need a chief bet. They got they want, it. Yeah, I mean that's that's what that, that's money. yeah that's what that signals to me. That's sending up a bat signal to the pros in town saying, "Hey, you want to bet the Chiefs? Come bet it with us. We need we we, we don't we, we lose. Maybe they lose to the other three. I mean, what's the money line on the Bengals to, to just to win on? Uh, on money line Bengals is uh, minus one forty five. Minus, I was going to say minus one fifty. Yeah, minus one forty five, plus one twenty five on KC money line. They're at two and a half. Bengals minus two and a half. Both games, Eagles and and Eagles two and a half. Bengals two and a half. Both minus one tens or are they minus one fifteen on Philly, minus one ten on Cincy. Dude, they're heavy on the Eagles. <laughs> somebody hit them. Yeah, somebody oh, came in. But I'll say this. Tomorrow when we come on the air, that number won't be there. The future number? That future number won't be there. Somebody in town, a pro in town is going to see that and snipe that. Right. 
I mean, how do you not? I mean, how do you not? I mean, if, if you have other future bets, other books, other potential wins, you can come in and I don't know what they're right. going to take on that. What station is going to take two or three dimes. They're not known to take big <laughs> on bets a, on a Super Bowl future. They better take at least if I walk in there with 5,000, they'll take it. They they'll better. Take it? I don't know. Plus 320. We've heard two all games I, to go. You they the better. Stories, you know, the stories we hear. I mean, <laughs> like, I know, but I'm it's hoping, a Super Bowl. All the I'm stories are would. out the window. Okay. So five dimes. Somebody come in on a plus 320 bet. A pro is going to take that today. Are you bouncing on the feed here? Are we good? Are we, we're, we're all good. I'm right okay. Now, right? Okay, okay good. All right. I don't care about you. I don't care about me and you. I care about the stream. How's the stream? Okay. As long as the stream's good. Yeah. That's, that's all that matters. Okay. If, if we're glitching, I don't care if we're glitching. All right. Uh, okay, better job. This is actually being debated. I can't actually understand it. Better an offensive job. coordinator job in college or an offensive coordinator job in the NFL? What's the better, what's the better job in your mind? Well, every, I mean, that's a personal choice, is it not? I don't know if a better no. job. I mean, like being the offensive coordinator in college at a fun college and a good team, that's pretty damn good. It just don't pay as much. doesn't pay as much. You have to go recruit on the road constantly. Yeah. Answering to a coach who's probably going to scream at you like crazy. You're Is the fault. Oh my gosh. That's why Bill's coming home. Bob's coming back. I mean, debate what you do. You want Alabama or you want the Patriots? Patriots job seven days old. Well, those are specific things. What which job's better? Definitely the Patriots job. I don't want, I mean, Alabama, Alabama fans are like celebrating him leaving. And I'm like, this is a beautiful thing for the Patriots. What are you talking about? Right. This is huge for the Patriots to keep Bill O'Brien back. Wait, Alabama fans are celebrating him leaving? Oh, 100%. They are in love with this new. They wanted him fired, let alone him leaving. They wanted him gone. Really? Oh, yeah. They're furious about the way the offense was called last year. Furious. Bama he won a Heisman Trophy. He, he had a quarterback who won a Heisman Trophy. Tom Brady won a league MVP with him. It's the thing that everyone is saying. Bill O'Brien's never won a championship. College or pro, he's never won one. He's been there. He's played for it. Bama lost when he was there, and the Patriots lost to the Giants when he was with the Patriots. But from 07 to 2011. How do he do, do for the Texans? Not great. I don't think he won a playoff game. But he got them there. To the playoffs? Yep. He won yeah. the division. He yeah. got them there. Yeah. He was okay. He was pretty good. As a head coach, between him and Josh McDaniels, Bill O'Brien's record as a head coach is way better than Josh McDaniels' record as a head coach. So it's not really so people are like debating like if Josh got fired, which would the Patriots take? I, I mean, they're not gonna, obviously not going to have that choice now, but they're going to take Bill O'Brien. Josh Who is not going to offensive coordinator for the Patriots, in your opinion, Josh or, or Bill O'Brien? Josh, he's got six rings. I mean, I mean, three. sorry, three. Six, he's got three. Sorry, three rings. Sorry, yeah. excuse me. Weiss has got the other three. Um, he's got three rings. So, but Bill in 2007 rewrote the record book. I mean, that was his offense. He's the only guy to ever look at Brady on the sidelines. They had Randy Moss that year, right? Yeah, but he's the only one who ever screamed at Tom Brady. No coach, and not even Belichick has ever done it. Where on the sidelines. Josh and him battled a couple times. Not like how Bill and him battled. Bill legitimately screamed at Tom Brady on the sidelines. And people are saying that could be the precursor to Brady coming back. That Bill coming back, Bill O'Brien coming back. Oh, hell no. Could bring Brady back. Oh, God. Just saying. (laughs) 
Just, just saying. I'd rather him come to Vegas. Me too. You'd lie it. You would not. You would love if he went back to the Patriots for one more time. Of course, I would love it. I just know the Patriots so aren't going to win. Which one would you rather have? They're not going to win anything with with Brady there next year. <gasps> That's truth. Yes. That's truth. They're cut. Go back to the Patriots. Then. If that he comes, would be fun. If he comes here, he could win it. He could win it all here. What? What? In Vegas? Oh yeah. What? Brady on that offense, he could win it all. Uh huh. Yeah. But if he 100%. goes to the Patriots, he can't win. No, I don't think so. Not the offense, unless they got DeAndre Hopkins. If they bring, if if, if, they, oh, if they, shit, what are we if, playing fantasy football? They're gonna get him too. That's not fantasy. That's real. The Patriots look at the odds offshore oh where Hopkins are going. I Patriots are the third that. option. Are we? The Patriots are the third. They're shirt. the third oh option to get DeAndre Hopkins. Oh so like Belichick loves DeAndre Hopkins. They need a number one receiver. They have Devontae Parker on the other side. You could trade for DeAndre Hopkins and pick him up. Patriots have plenty of cap space to get him and DeAndre Hopkins to come in. The offensive line for the Patriots is better than the offensive line here in Vegas. The running game is better and the defense is way better. Dear so Lord. if you build it and put it together, it's it's possible. But as the Patriots currently are built, it doesn't make sense for Brady to come here because the weapons aren't there. I mean, Tom needs weapons and there's just not a lot of weapons for the Patriots. There are so many weapons here in Las Vegas for the Raiders and Brady to come here and run that offense. So you're crazy. I'm not crazy. It's I'm looking at the betting market. We always say this, right? The odds tell the story. DeAndre Hopkins, number three team to get him are the Patriots. Who's number one and two? Um, I forget the number. He ain't going back to Arizona. No, no, no. Hell no. I forget who the who the first two were. Patriots were four to one odds. It was three to one, three and a half to one, and four, four yeah, to one just, for the Patriots. That's that's my gosh, just guessing, putting shit up, seeing. Of course, bet. but the Patriots are he legitimately ain't going to Miami. Is he? Oh, was it Miami? They one? were on the op- Miami was an option. Yep, they were on. They were an option <laughs> for sure. They were an option because they have so many first round picks. Right, it's teams that have draft capital and weapons yes, to go. That's to go why I asked. That's wild. Okay. That the Cardinals are. I mean, they're in need of a lot, <laughs> and so we'll see. You. What happens with with that? I mean, they don't have a head coach yet. So O'Brien, and, you know, traded D Hop. He did. They don't get along, but there's a whole story of back coming back. Nah, 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 nah. He ain't coming back. Okay. I'm just I'm just telling you that there's a this is the Patriot Media has been doing this story and having conversations, and there's been a rec- there was a uh a smoothing over of that with Hopkins and O'Brien that that's not as big of a deal as people think. It, it was the team more than it was O'Brien. Santiago Garza just came in a chat and said, Hopkins will never play for O'Brien again. I don't know how Santiago knows that, but this is the you kind can say of that. I mean, that's starting the, in the chat. No, it, it's a Houston narrative, but you got to remember, Littlefinger was the guy who got him out. Littlefinger was the guy who had him trailed. Littlefinger? Okay? Jack Easterby was the guy who had Hopkins. <laughs> call him that's what he is. He's Littlefinger. That's what he is. You don't you don't watch Game of Thrones, so you don't understand the reference. But it's it's here's what he is. He's the he's the guy whispering in the owner's ear all the poison, and he was whispering in Cal McNair's ear all the poison. Of, it's true. It, it, so this is his nickname was Littlefinger in the show Game of Thrones, and that's what Jack Easterby was a guy with no talent, a guy with nothing but a, a preacher's background. Oh, got with the Patriots. Belichick Brett, you know, blessed him basically, brought him in. And the Patriots got rid of him. He goes to Houston and he literally became a cancer and took over the whole organization. 
almost became the GM, came close, tried to hire an ex-quarterback, had no coaching experience <laughs> other than high school to be the head coach of the team. This is great. Oh, yeah. Jack Easterby is a damn movie. That guy is just it's so he's the one that got Hopkins traded because he's the one who trailed, had players followed, talked about too many baby mamas for DeAndre Hopkins, not holding up his end of the bargain of being a stand up citizen. Outstanding moron, absolute psychopath. Clown MB3 just came in and said the Packers plus 380, KC plus 450, and New England plus five dollars on DraftKings. Okay, so there you go for Hopkins. Third option, Patriots. (laughs) <laughs> so it's not a far-fetched thing yeah they need a number one yeah they could i mean to replace terry kill especially if they lose on sunday the bengals beat them pure motivation to go get hopkins wouldn't it be ironic that they go get d hop in green bay after they let Devonte adams come here like that 100 percent. but people do does that well that means that rogers is staying of course okay and he's playing and not retiring. I saw a picture of him in a Jets uniform. Wouldn't that be something? He ain't going Yuck. to the Jets. Come on. No, same, same people doing that with Brady. Putting Brady in that. Come on now. Brady to the Jets? Yeah, please. Brady's not going happening. to Miami. Here. Yes. yes. He ain't going back to New England. Uh, That's one, two, three for me. Eh, Patriots three. I'll give you that. Yep. I, I, would, I don't know about Miami, but I definitely think Vegas is a big option. So have you, do you follow the Cowboys on Twitter? No. Have you seen what they're doing to Dak Prescott? This is the official Twitter account of the Dallas Cowboys. This is not a fake account. Smear not a fan campaign? account. Is this a smear campaign? Dak gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't generate self-inflicted wounds. Did Jer type that himself? That's the official fucking Twitter account of the Dallas Cowboys. Like, what are we doing? Telling the truth, like us, or what? We're saying goodbye to Dak Prescott. Oh, <gasps> what? Bye. Thanks I mean, for coming. There's no way. Stephen A. Smith is 100 right by pointing this out. This is blessed by Jerry Jones. There is no way this tweet hits the internet without Jerry Jones's approval. Jerry, Jer- the Twitter kid. Checks with Jer before he puts it out. The social media manager, whoever it is, this is you do not press send. Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers in a matchup the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't generate, didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. He he threw two picks, did he not? Of course. You can't say it? No, not the official Twitter account of the team. No, a media member can write that. Um, a newspaper, a website, a blog can write that. The Dallas Cowboy official Twitter account tweets this out. Cool boy. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott's out there saying publicly he'll take a price break to stay. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Those two guys are best friends. There's some shit. is gone? They're, it, it, I would. If I had if I had my way, I'd move off of him. Dak Prescott's not winning a Super Bowl. I'm gonna start calling you little finger. Here, go ahead. Who are you gonna go get? Oh, there's plenty of options now. You can go get plenty of options. Go get Derek Carr. There's plenty of options. Derek Carr's better than Dak Prescott. 
In my opinion, yes. Oh my goodness. That's my personal opinion. I mean, I, I've been dead wrong and I'm wrong before. I, I think Dak is overpaid, overhyped. I've said it for years now. I've never subscribed to the Dak Prescott. He got the money. I mean, there's no doubt about it. They paid him, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, just the untimely picks. Game was dead even, other than them two turnovers. That was, I mean, that, that could have gone either way. If he threw one pick, sure. And then you have a championship caliber defense. He'd win. The defense is phenomenal. And Dan Quinn's leaving. Dan Quinn's going to get the head coaching job. Is he? Yeah. So the architect of that defense is going to walk. And then you're going to have to be going and rebuilding the defense and trying a new D coordinator to come in and run a new system. And then you have a new head coach. You know, if McCarthy's out, new head coach. I mean, they could be having Dallas could be in for a world of change this offseason. It's amazing. 13 and four, win a road playoff game, play in the divisional road playoff game and change everything. Bloated perfect. record. It makes perfect Blo- sense for all the Cowboys. Yeah, it is. Bloated, shit. bloated record. Tampa sucks. Their head coach is not the guy. I don't know. I mean, they lost it. Eagles. If the Eagles win the Super Bowl, it's going to make Jerry Jones flip out. <laughs> Jerry Jones flips flip out. out anyway. He's going to flip. He's going to flip out. If, if in his division, the Eagles would Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts, if they win it all, after him chasing after the white rabbit since 1994, whatever it is. Great. Boy, is he going to be upset. I love it. Could it cause him to go get Tom Brady? Could Jerry, Who? Be, could Jerry be grasping for straws so aggressively that he'll go get Brady? In Dallas? Man, Tom I respect Brady. the hell out of Brady. If he goes to Dallas, I, I, that's bullshit. He can't I agree. Dallas. I can't Just, see him in a Dallas uniform. That's terrible. So have you heard the quote yet from Brady from last night with Jim Gray? <laughs> no, sir. Okay. So Tom Brady dropped not one, but two F-bombs on, on Jim Gray. Tell him! He was mad. Mad at the question. Didn't like it. Said, Tom, what are you doing? He said, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I would have fucking done it. That's a fucking good answer. <laughs> Not happy about the question. And Jim Gray was like, I'm just asking you the question that everybody is, is interested, Tom. He's like, I appreciate the question. Basically saying like, shut up and move on. Right. I, I don't know. And I ain't telling you. I wonder if it, I really wonder if Jim Gray went out of bounds and like Brady said, don't ask me the question. And he asked him the question. Cause it like Brady had, I mean, they like every show has got a rundown. There must've been on the rundown. I'm going to ask you about the question. I'm going to ask you what you're doing. Oh, no, we ask people on here. We don't ask him what we're going to It's his him. podcast. He it's Tom Brady's podcast. It's Jim Gray, Larry Fitzgerald and Tom Brady every week that do this for Westwood one. Mm. And I just wonder if Brady would like to don't ask me. And then he asked him and he was, this is Tom Brady does not speak like this in the media. He never speaks like this. Listen, all bets yeah. are off. Yeah, he don't give Corporate a Corporate Tom, <laughs> Mary Tom. Yep. There ain't nobody. It's, it's, it's he real Tom. Whatever the fuck he wants right now. Good yep. for him. It's real Tom Two Brady. F-bombs in one sentence. Here we go. For Tom Brady in the media. Not like, you know, off the cuff with Gronk or something. Like, whoo, boy. In the media, 
his podcast. He knows it's going to be a big story, and he did it anyway. Did he sign that media deal with the with Fox? Yeah, and so they're I grooming mean, Gronk and him. Are they gonna? Uh, they're gonna. I mean, it's gonna be the Gronk and Brady show with all this other stuff. Like who's doing play by play? I don't know. They're not going to do play by play. They're going to be studio guys, and then. So no, Tom stuff. signed on to be the A team. Tom's going to be the Tom's Troy Aikman. He's Fox's Troy Aikman. Yeah. The game like on Sunday where yeah. you saw yeah, Greg, yeah, yeah. Greg yeah. Olson, yeah. that'll be Tom. That'll be Tom Brady. I mean, should he told, practice a little bit first they, before he just does that? They've already told. I mean, Greg Olson did a podcast yesterday with Jimmy Traina from Sports Illustrated, where he basically was talking about. They've already told him that you're you're the B side, like you're not the A team anymore. The second Tom. Wants Greg's to come good too. He is. And people like him a lot. And he's kind of bummed. He's like, Tom, keep playing for as long as Tom plays. But the second oh. that Tom is done playing, he walked into the booth. He's he Romo. Right. He's Aikman. He's the, he'll get the A. Like he would get the, if, if Brady was calling right now, Brady would get the Super Bowl. Because Fox has the Super Bowl. I don't really listen to the announcers when I watch the games anyway. So it's fine. But I don't know if I, that ain't enough to keep him from not playing. He's going to play. Not. No, whatever but, he wants. Yeah, if he wants to keep I, going, he'll keep going. Uh, it's a $300 million deal, though. I mean, right. they're waiting for him whenever he wants it. Jimmy Jack said Greg Olson is bad, bad. I don't know if he's bad, bad. He's like the anti-Romo, though. Like, he never – he he doesn't say a lot. Like, Romo never shuts up. He now just doesn't say very much. Greg's pretty quiet. But I, I don't mind him. I mean, right. I don't think he's a, a bad analyst. Some people don't like him, don't like his voice, whatever. I don't have a problem with him. I don't think he's like, I don't know. I'm in the minority. I like Troy Aikman. I've always liked Troy Aikman. I think he's really, really good at his job. And people think I'm nuts. But I like I like ESPN's crew. Buck and Aikman to me are awesome. I just, maybe it's the, the baseball person in me that when I hear Joe Buck's voice, I know it's a big game. Right. It just kind of brings big game memories for me. Right. So. That's when I hear that. It's like, that's just kind of, it works for me. But yeah, Brady will, I mean, I don't know. It's, he clearly is annoyed right now because I think he, I think he actually doesn't know. Genuinely doesn't know. That's, he doesn't. Yeah. I I think think he's being real here. I don't think he's, he's throwing people off the scent. I don't think he's got some Machiavellian plan. I think he actually is really torn as to what to do. Right. Because I think he wants to play, but I think a part of him is saying you shouldn't. I think he wants to play, but he wants to win. Losing sucks. He's not used to it. Well, Eight I think nine. But isn't it more than that? Like your ass kicked. Why is he going to go just somewhere where that can be the newly, Let me be the newly divorced forty-five year old guy for a second. You're entering into this whole new world of having to deal with your kids and having to deal with your exes. And he's got two of them now. Two baby mamas. Two sets of problems. Two coasts, three or two countries, oh. and the logistics of everything. Knowing he cares deeply for his family, it's his number Ugh. one thing he talks about: his mom, dad, and his kids. Right. That I just wonder if he's so distracted. Like everyone's like, I watched a big thing on ESPN. They're like, Tom Brady was afraid to get hit at the end of the year. He didn't want to get hit. And I, I thought, you know what? There might, might be some truth to that because he might be starting to realize his own mortality a bit. And he might start to be realizing that like football could really, he could get really hurt and compromise his ability to be a dad for his kids going forward. So he's going to protect himself at all costs. And 
the love of the game keeps him going, but then the drama takes him away from his obsession, which is just watch film, be the quarterback at all times. And he can't do that right now because it's chaos until that calms down. I really wonder if like he wants to calm everything down in the off season, get into a routine and then go, okay, now I can go play. Listen, he did it last year, right? He retired and then 40 did days, 40 later. days and came back. Maybe he needs to do that again. And <laughs> then he may not come back. I don't know. I mean, I don't think now he's doing yeah. it on his own. It's a, it's I don't a think he'll make a call until July. I think it'll be after the draft. Hell, right. No doubt. Yeah. It'll be a while before he makes the decision as to what he's going to do. And that's going to piss off teams because if you're a team that wants to go and get him, you're going to build the team around Brady. It's got to be a win now team. It can't be a, you know, you got to trade and make moves and build the roster up right now. God. So it's a lot on him. So I, I get why he's mad. Agent probably asking him, coaches, players calling him like crazy, recruiting him. Gronk mm. two days ago said that he called the Bucks. And he yeah. was like, they didn't have any money. So I told him on the 1st of November. So yeah. guess what? Gronk might be coming back if someone, if a team's got money for him. They ran it all back. D-Hop, Gronkowski, Belichick, Bill O'Brien, Brady. Edelman comes out of the woodwork. Can't believe we have a fucking show called Boston versus the book. If that happens, we'll be fucking doing Patriots talk every day. Oh, so oh fun. God. Not going to happen, but it would be fun. All right. So an offshore has put out this exacta i want to if you had a hundred dollars to bet on it which would you bet on it b's and c's warriors niners okay Eagles, sixers oh jeez 30 to 1 40 to 1 50 to 1 the c's and b's is 30 to 1 uh-huh well hell that's the one i want (laughs) only because i like the b's I don't know about the C's. C's. Um, Harder. Wow. 49ers, Warriors. I mean, those can both be dead because of the football. (laughs) Right. Right. What if the Bengals do win and win it all or the Chiefs win and beat them? We're out. Or Eagles, Warriors could both end this, you know, it could both end within three weeks. But the 50, it's a 51. You said, you said, no, the Eagles can lose the Super Bowl. Eagles could win. Beat the Niners, and then the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. So in three weeks, both those bets are dead. Season B's would still be alive. Yeah, we get way more sweat for yeah. season B's bet. That's an that, that goes all the way until June. Yeah, and we so. got the number one team in both right now in com- in their conferences. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Highly unlikely both win championships, but annoying as hell. We got <laughs> and the B's, and everybody's getting A's. Like I can't believe it. All right. So this comes from Massachusetts. We've talked a lot about the mass gaming commission and what they are doing, but the players association, a collective that includes reps from the NFL, major league baseball, NBA, NHL, and major league soccer association is going to the Massachusetts gaming commission. As they start to lay out what will happen in Massachusetts in a week, when they go live for sports betting, they want protection, safety. They want safety measures in language outlying what fans are allowed to say to players and their families and to on-field officials. These are the dark ones. <laughs> <laughs> like they want protection. 
from angry betters. Yes, they do. What the hell's been going on with fans for the past 100 years? In Boston, too. <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the gambling. I right. mean, first thing you got to do is, what about the drunk fans? Yep. It's like, we've seen videos and stuff of people saying, shit, they weren't betting. They were boozed up or liquored up. Right. Where's in, the protection in, from that? Or in the letter, to, to, your point, to your point, in the letter and during Monday's conversation, the player represent, representatives cited situations of unruly fan behavior in which player safety had been at risk, including one at TD Garden. The group on Monday cited a 2018 incident in which a fan threw a beer at Tariq Hill during a Patriots game. Right. That had nothing to do with betting. Right. <laughs> Nothing to do with gambling. No. It's a a drunk fan throwing a beer at at Tariq Hill. So are they using the gambling to get the protection? Like, what is the protection? What do we got to walk people in? We got to get people on the sideline? Or what do we got to do? They want the commission to have the ability to disqualify certain individuals from betting in Massachusetts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. They want to blackball you from being able to bet in Massachusetts. Unruly people? Like what they're saying, if you make a threat against a player and or their families. On social media, in person, over just the phone, dr- what does that just, mean? It, I just mean, they're saying threats anywhere. You threaten well, a player. Somebody can say, you know, Peralt said this. Is that a threat? threat? You got to have record of it. You got to have an actual there. Well, my naked say, listen, I heard the BVB show and they were right. bitching about this and that. <laughs> yeah. That's a threat. What, well, is, the what ma- is what I don't even know what the f- that means. Right. So the gaming commission said they were receptive, but they were not entirely sure they had the power to do what was being asked of them. Thank God. Or that they were the best ones to tackle that problem. Amen. I'm giving them this <laughs> Massachusetts governing the, the, the gaming control board. There's they speaking, they're speaking the truth and they're asking all the right questions. It's not their goddamn job. Yeah. He said, you know, the sports betting law has voluntary self-exclusion laws Here we that go might come that. into play, but okay. the they're not sure they have the right to involuntarily exclude anybody, meaning kick them off, <laughs> kick them out and say, you can't do this. The, 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 the chat just put it in there. Addison just said they'll just drive to Connecticut and bet. Oh, of course. Yeah. This is strictly just a, this is a, I don't know what this is. This is just somebody coming together and saying betters are coming at players and they're mad at them, but it's been happening in fantasy for what? The last decade. When someone someone gets a DM saying you suck, you blew my fantasy league or my, you know, my fantasy Millie maker or whatever it is. This is nothing new. This is not gamblers. This is ridiculous. What about, we didn't even have, social media when I was in college. That's how old I am. But I was at right. Penn State and there was a kick missed. And the kid, it was reported, got like death threats yeah, for missing a kick. He was a kid in college. I didn't know the kid, but I knew a lot of guys on the team. And they're like, these people are crazy up here, Dave. They're actually threatening him like over radio shows oh, yeah. and, you know, word on the street and all this other stuff. Social media is disgusting for that stuff. That had nothing to do with the gamble. Like, and now you're going to say, oh, because 
you know, the gambler said it. Well, now we need protection. It seems ass backwards to me. You needed protection 50 years ago, and now you're going to pick and choose the gambler? Like, this is like when they said about the gambling behavior, the, the unruly behavior for the fans was because of the gambling. It's just nothing to do with the gambling. It's just, it's too um, convenient. Like, this is a convenient opt out. Right. Where you're setting this up so when something happens, they can go up. Oh, we told you. We right. said, right. You guys, right. we we warned you. We went to you. We we told you that gamblers are going to be pissed off, and there were going to be some drunk townie who gets all liquored up and starts, oh, you know, spewing all sorts of nonsense because someone missed a free throw and that cost him a hundred dollar bet. Right, it costs him his same game parlay or something. Yeah, or whatever. You know, and it's going to be pointed, and it's going to be like, wait a minute. We've had this for a long time. Right. This is nothing unruly Boston fans. This has been something that's happened for a very long time. I I think the alcohol at the ballpark, at the game, at the arena is still a much bigger problem. No question. Than any any gambler, than any threats, unruly behavior, anything. Because people just say stupid and awful things when they're drunk. Did you did you see the Patriot fan that was here at the game? That kid went to his first oh. game and had that unruly fan behavior, but woman beside him in his ear the whole time, and he didn't even react. I give that kid so much credit. And he, you know, crafted the right thing and brought him to the game in New England. But that stuff's going on all the time. You went to a preseason game and went, you know what? I don't need to come back. I did go back, but yes, it was very much uh, an experience of like, ooh. This is Different. uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it, it, it's not, it's not a warm and fuzzy feeling. How about no. that? It's not an enjoyable, no. like, I feel like I can relax. <laughs> like you can't relax. And, you know, I tend not to drink when I'm with my daughter anyway, but I was sure as hell not drinking. Right. Any game I go to, I'm going to be completely with it <laughs> to make sure I can notice everything going on around me. Not good. Wow. Yeah. It's, it just seems like I saw that in a rundown and I'm like, I read the article and I was like, this is complete bullshit. <laughs> Somebody that has a service to protect players put that out. So they Probably go, oh, so. we don't want to do it. But there's this company here, <laughs> the Players Association. But it's not like the MLB Players Association. They're called the Players Association. It's own lobby group. Okay, we got two players with an S. Players. We have two ask ask the books today. Oh, let's go. First one. Okay, the first one comes from Austin. Austin. Austin writes, hey, Matt, my name's Austin. Austin. I just created this account to reach out to you and Dave because I don't have any social media, but I wanted to ask you guys a question. Hello. A couple of months ago, I had been considering placing a future wager. I'd been thinking really hard about the Bengals to beat the Eagles. The next day, you said those two would be in the Super Bowl, so I kind of took it as a sign. Really funny, to be honest. Did I say that? I don't know. I do Grubhub and other deliveries to make extra money in order to gamble. A normal unit for me is $10. But when I took out some extra, I had $250 that day, and I put it down on an exacta that pays $10,250. I'm currently up $700 on this season for football. How much would you hedge if you were me? He said, I'm 25, been around gambling my whole life. My grandfather used to let me try and, quote, help him pick games. And since he passed away, it's been something I do because I love sports and reminds me of him. Thanks again for all you guys do. And then also, would it be smarter to take the 49ers and Chiefs to win the Super Bowl individually because the odds are higher? 
kind of similar question we had yesterday about right. People seem so the, to have this the, exact. The bet is the the matchup. He just needs the matchup. He doesn't need Bengals to beat the Eagles. He just needs the two of them to be there. That's what he said. He said it's the okay. exact. He isn't exacta, but doesn't say who's over who. No, Bengals to beat the Eagles. Sorry, it does say that. Bengals to win over the Eagles. Oh boy, oh boy. He, he's got that exacta. I mean, it's ten thousand dollars, <laughs> and you're, you know, doing yeoman's work. I mean, God's work, taking food to people for these other companies for money. Mm-hmm. So you need to make something. I mean, this is this is a fun bet, and I can't believe you threw up two fifty on it and you got this far. A hundred percent, you need to bet. I mean, something on the other teams, right? I think you got to bet the Chiefs. You've got to bet the Chiefs, and you've got to—I mean, you have to bet at least something on the Niners. Not a ton, but something, just I, to guarantee you make the two fifty back, so you don't lose it. Right. And I mean, then, I don't if know, you, like you know, I mean, we got Tyler watching the show. We got a lot of math guys. I mean, I have to figure it out, but I think you need to do yourself a favor and at least bet the other matchups. Like you can get oh. higher odds on those, like. Or, you know, you could look up Super Bowl Exact and see. Do, do it right now. Yeah. Um, if you could get better numbers. where Where's Austin at? Is he in Vegas or is he? Didn't say. Didn't say. Sure. Okay. So I, right now, I mean, Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs over Eagles is six to one. Chiefs over Niners is eight to one. Bengals over Niners is seven to one or six, six eighty. And Niners over Chiefs is eight and a half or eight twenty-five, and Niners over Bengals is six to one. I mean, if you have somewhere where there's FanDuel, you can bet the Super Bowl correct matchup right now. Oh, okay. Bengals Niners is plus three ten. Put a hundred dollars down on that. Kansas City against the Eagles is plus two forty. And Kansas City against the Niners is plus 350. So, I mean, you can assure yourself whatever units you want on plus monies just to get the matchup. I mean, if it's Cincy and Philly, you don't have to bet that one because you already have that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, take 100 on each and guarantee yourself getting something back. Like you're you're basically covering the original bet. That's what I, I mean. That's what I would do. You know? I mean, I I would I mean, make I don't sure you don't lose discretionary income. You better be hustling your ass off this week because you got to make the bet by Sunday. So. Yeah, but but you hopefully will be able to do that so you don't lose the two fifty. Like that to me would be the goal. The goal would be to make sure you don't lose the two fifty and whatever you can come up with. If you can afford to bet two hundred bucks on the other teams, I would do that. <laughs> I just got a text from uh, from Chicago. John said he just he'll send Austin two fifty and just oh. leave him. <laughs> like he would like to send him the two fifty. Wow. so he doesn't have to do anything. And That's nice. That would be great, right? If you could just take the two fifty and have no risk, um, that would be uh, that would take be a good, chunk. Yeah, take I a think. chunk of the ticket if it wins. Say you know, I'll give you two fifty for a dime return. Get a four to get a four to one return, right? I don't know, man. That's that's it's it's hard because I I think 
Is this the is this the favored matchup in your opinion? Does Austin yes. have the favored matchup? In my opinion, yes. Cincy and Philly is the lowest odds. It's plus two ten at Fanduel. Yeah, it feels. I mean, they're both favored. I mean, that's the two favorites playing each other. So yeah, they're not even to both home teams. Oh man, it's a. But I mean, I mean, again, it's the Mahomes injury is the biggest question. We know the Bengals can win in Arrowhead. We know that they've won three in a row against them. And Burrow is doing (laughs) Burrow things. Right. And you have a banged up Mahomes. So the narrative of the Bengals winning on Sunday is very easy to me. The Eagles winning, even though they're at home, they're facing a defense that can give them real trouble. And if, Hurts plays poorly or the shoulder or interceptions and fumbles or whatnot. The Niners can beat the Eagles. That can happen. Right. So that's my, I'm, I'm, I mean, I like his Bengals position. I like, I think you have to have something on the chiefs, but I like his Bengals position. I think the Eagles want it worries me the most. Right. So, I mean, bet the Niners on the money line. Yeah. Just take the first game and bet the Niners on the money line for the two fifty, hoping mm-hmm. it loses. If it wins, you get plus money. On on the bet, you actually make money. Does FanDuel close the close that market in between games? Yeah, closes as soon as the first game kicks. So you, so you have to have it before the. If you so you if won't, you you won't match, know. Yeah, but you you know you have game to game. So if you bet the Niners and the Eagles win, you're halfway home. Now you bet the Chiefs. Say for. Another say you bet two fifty and lose, so now you're stuck two fifty. You bet five hundred on the Niners. I don't know. I'm just talking it through. I mean, the math of guys course. are going to yeah. come at me and say you're an asshole. You don't know what you're doing. No. I don't know about any of that. I'm just trying to think so you get something for the money because now you get the matchup. You still got to make a bet in the Super Bowl because since he has to beat the Eagles in the last game. So now you have to invest money to to assure that you're making something, but you'd be stuck two fifty, then stuck five hundred, so you're in for seven fifty, the investment, and you're going to make nine thousand instead of ten. Well, that's pretty good, you know. So now you bet the Eagles in the game against the Bengals, and lock up three or four thousand. It's just it's 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 all what you want to do, Austin. It's a it's a fun bet. I'm glad you're alive at this point. But if you, I mean, if you realistically, you could, I mean, I think if you play it right, you should win at least a thousand dollars, right? I would think so. If you have the capital to play off of it, you should be able to make at least a thousand. Yeah. Four times your money. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's. Or just let it roll or just let it run and see if you see if your 250 turns into 10,000. You don't have to hedge. We're just giving you opportunities and on options. I would, if you can get down, I would definitely try to figure out a way to, you know, square yourself, get, get all four covered. Bet smart. Tyler is driving right now, but he'll run all the numbers. As soon as he gets back to the house, he's oh, wow. the numbers guy. He'll be able to uh, awesome. follow him at Twitter at bet smart us. And uh, thank you. Austin, we'll have a, a, a definitive answer for you. All right. We'll pass that along. Yeah. The second question comes from our friend, Gordon, Gordon, Jordan Goroff. Goroff. The hey, Trump himself. Hat. I got to get Goroff this hat. So I will get you one, Jordan. He has a question that is sort of a hypothetical that'll never happen. Oh, here we go. He wants to know what you and I think. He's in an argument with a friend about who would win in an MMA fight between LeBron James 
and Colby Covington. Colby Covington, 170 pounds. LeBron James is 270 pounds. What would Dave? LeBron make has the, never fought. Yep. What would Covington Dave make the line? What, what would Dave make for a line in the fight? Covington My friend's argument is that size is the only thing that matters here, which I think is crazy. Curious what you guys think. What? The, I ain't never seen LeBron throw a punch in his life. I don't know if LeBron has a chin. Is Covington a good ground guy? Yes. Put him in a pretzel. Covington would submit him in the first round. It's people just don't understand. that This is a very common misconception when it comes to athletes and when it comes to fighters. You guys really don't understand that MMA fighters are the best athletes in the world. Like they really are. They're the best athlete fighters in the world. They can. I mean, I don't know. They can do things. I don't want him to go play basketball. They can if do they so many different things. They wouldn't be able to get a shot off on them. No, one on in, in basketball, but just in terms of just like sheer being in shape and athletic ability, LeBron James would gas out before the first round's over. Like he wouldn't would he last have a more training than, camp to prepare for this. Even if he did, it's it's these guys are insane. They're triathletes. They're marathon runners. Or they're ultra marathon. Like these guys are on a different world in terms of their athletic ability and their stamina and what they can do, what they put themselves through. Cause you, and when you're training for MMA, you're training for multiple disciplines all at the same time. You're in the gym for hours upon hours doing multiple different things. Yeah. LeBron might be able to take a punch, but nobody can do it with the neck. You shut off the blood to the head and you're out. LeBron will get choked out within probably, I don't know. I would say Colby Covington is probably minus 10,000 in a fight against LeBron James. I I mean I don't I can't even believe the discussion came up. Jordan, <laughs> I tell your friend to watch the show and tell him to hit the like button while he's here, please. But like he ain't beaten a professional on that level. Hell an no. An elite professional. Not to mention LeBron's almost 40. <laughs> that too. <laughs> How old's Covington? That's very true. Right? Like, I mean, this is, this is, this is, I mean, old man strength is, don't get me wrong. Old man strength is real yes. when you're screwing around. Yeah. When you're fighting with a, I told you the story, I was coaching Frank Mir's daughter, Bella. Mm-hmm. We started messing around between games. She shot or whatever that's called. Yep. Shot, yep. I was down and twisted in a pretzel like this for a second. I was like, Bella, stop, stop, stop. Hold on. I was you, twisted. You so rolled fast. with Frank Mir's daughter. Yikes. <laughs> I said, Bella, awesome. don't ever do that again. They were all, all the girls were laughing. Oh, Coach Dave, Coach Dave. I said, I told you I don't want to mess with you. Uh-uh. She, she had me so fast. And I mean, I knew it was coming. I told her I didn't want to. It doesn't matter if you knew it was coming or not. <laughs> didn't matter. No matter. I, People I, don't understand. Brazilian jiu-jitsu was designed to kill you. Like that is the, the design of the sport is to take someone's life. Like people don't understand this. Like if you are a black belt in BJJ, like you just do not mess around with these people. They're a cult in a lot of ways because of how they're obsessive they are about it. But it's unbelievable to watch it at an elite level is incredible. It's alarming. It's insane how fast it is, what they grab, oh. what they'll turn and twist. And it's like five moves and they'll have your neck. And your Dow just came in and said Covington's 34. He's going to be 35 this year. Covington doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gets him to tap out. I'm not sure LeBron lands a punch. 
Like if LeBron swings and it's a puncher's chance, okay, maybe he could, if he made solid contact, but Covington can take a punch. We've seen it. Usman got him multiple times. Good. And he didn't go out. So he can take a punch. But if he got a hold of LeBron and put him on the ground, it's over in 30 seconds. Not even a question in my mind, like on the feet. Okay. Maybe there's a little bit of an advantage, but the second that hit the mat, forget it. It's over. Done. Over two, two second, wrap it up all done. So no, I don't believe many pro athletes. If they ever Put got it in the chat, we got a bunch of people yeah. here watching it. Who would win LeBron or Colby in an Watch. MMA fight? Not boxing. MMA. MMA. Mixed martial arts. Full rules of UFC. Uh-uh, There's not no one way. person that will say LeBron. And if you do it, then you're, you're full yeah, of you're, shit. You're just a no sycophant. <laughs> you're a sycophant to LeBron. There's no way. All right. Boston lost again to Orlando last night. <laughs> They've lost Third three, time, time, four, three right, times to times. Orlando. 13 losses on the season, and three of them were to the Orlando Magic. They can't do this. So now Boston is playing on a back-to-back, and this is why the NBA sucks. Boston has ruled out Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Malcolm Brogdon are all out, and yet they're only plus three. Not anymore, sir. Okay, what are they now? A lot. Uh, Let me click refresh. Seven? Four and a half now. Oh, not that much higher. Should be higher than that. Jalen Brown being out is huge. Jason Tatum has an issue. He has a rib issue. He went to the locker room during the game last night, came back, it looked okay, but they're punting this game tonight, Boston. Like you can do the no Boston, cover. you can do the, the the Chef Benny Parlay if you want. Boston, yeah. Boston, Bruins, Celtics. Don't I don't cover. know about this one. Don't cover. Boston will cover. Really? Yeah. Boston will cover yeah, it. Boston will cover. It's going to keep going up. I, I don't know where it stops. It'll probably stop five, five and a half, but it'll go up. We'll be talking about this to when you watch the replay tonight. You'll be like, Yeah, um, <laughs> Boston covered. Boston, they might win a game. Well, I mean, it's two to one right now. The Bruins Celtics parlay is two to one. It pays two okay. to one if you want it. The Chef Benny Boston Boston parlay. Chef Benny can. said, Do not do the parlay. Chef Benny just came in the <laughs> chat and said, Do not do the parlay. There you go. Thank you, Chef B. Don't play. I mean, I'm just saying it might be the night to do it. Whoa. Everyone's like, don't do it. And then maybe inside it's not to do it. The Lakers and the Clippers, Lakers haven't beaten the Clippers in two years. But the number is five. Lakers minus five. The kids got me this hat. This is the yep. Lakers hat. And uh, they get mad. They said, I don't wear it enough. So I said, oh, I oh. look at the thing. And I said, oh, I'll wear the Lakers hat today for a lot of the show. So they don't get mad at me. Um, I can't believe this line's five. High, right? I would say this is one of the matchups that's very unique because the, I mean it's the same building. It's not really a home game. They dress it up like it's a different thing for each team, but it's just all the same stuff. Like I don't, I can't figure the Clippers out. I just can't. I, right? I, it's, just, it's just not. This is. I will watch this game. Mm. I will like this game under right now. There's no way in hell I'm laying five. I'm taking and trying to take and take and take and just watch the game. I don't want I, – I put the Clippers hat in the rotation. This is one of the special hey. edition ones. Pretty sharp hat. A lot of people like it's this a nice one. Hat. But yeah, yeah I, I don't want 
to do anything with this with minus points at all. You like a side? No, 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 <laughs> not not even, not even. Shouldn't that that should be their Clippers main logo? Why isn't that hat their main logo? I don't know. Because it I makes sense. Because somebody like, what the hell is a clipper? Oh, it's a ship. Ah, uh, that's right. It's yes. a clip. A clipper is a ship. All right, and it, it, like it reminds you of what it is. Right, San Diego. Versus that that's that really sea. Yeah. Right. The LAC thing now is. I mean, it's okay, but it doesn't. It doesn't no. do this. This doesn't this grab reminds you. you of something. Yes. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yes. Denver's laying one against New Orleans tonight. How about Memphis last night? What was that? Easy money. It was just bad. Yeah, sack down. Like the bean. He's ruined. Like the bean. 30 points. Woo. Tremendous. Tremendous. What about, what about Denver at New Orleans tonight, though? Oh, man. This All number right. is, I don't understand this number. Well, this Pelicans hat. I don't get to wear it very often. Mm. Pick this one up when they were terrible last year. Terrible. Basement price. They were terrible. And then they got good. And now they're home dogs to Denver. Denver's nine and 12 on the road this year. 18. Right. And we're on 13 and 10 at home. Are home dogs to a team mm-hmm. that's nine and 12 on a road. I die. Oh, come on. Got to be Pelicans, right? Or no. You like Pelicans? I like the Pelicans, but I wouldn't bet it. The lean. Coach James Young comes on to sports road every night and says, mm-hmm. fly. Pelican every single time he comes on. I guarantee why Pelican is that a thing he yeah, made up or is that a team? No, that's a that's a, a line from a movie. Uh, fly Pelican, I believe. Guy says fly Pelican. Oh my gosh, it is. Yeah. But wow, yeah. I did not get that reference at yeah. all. He comes in and says it super loud. I have to take the earphone out every time. It's hilarious, but he always picks the Pelicans. He's going to come on and do it tonight again. All right. Is Joker play? This question. This line would tell you no. Oh, what if the Pelicans are three point favorites? Wouldn't that tell you more? He's not playing. I think, I think it's literally, it's, it's questionable leaning. Yes, he's playing. How much higher is it going to go? I mean, Denver on the road this year, straight up is 11 and 10. Pelicans are 17 and six. Joker is day to day. I, I mean, I don't know. They're 33 and 14 overall. Feels like if Joker's playing, they're at least a bucket favorite. Number one if, seed in the West? Right now they are. How about that? Will they be at the end? Probably. But, I mean, I think there's... You think? Memphis and Sacramento are both. I mean, they had two game lead on Memphis. You want to talk about old school. Old school logo. Old school lid. The Denver Nuggets old school stuff is fantastic. That's Love old, it. old. Old, old. It's really old. That's like that's like the first when they first came in the league. Old Alex English. Yeah, that's, that's Kiki Vandeway. Old baby. That's oh boy. That's oh what I didn't know where Denver was as a kid. Where the hell is Denver? <laughs> <laughs> no idea where the city. What's that city? Is it a city in the mountains? Or like yeah. Oz? What the hell is that? Mile High. That's all. That's all you knew. I Denver just, was Mile all High. Yes, yeah, so that's all I knew about. I knew the Orange Crush defense. And Carl Mecklenburg and John Elway fucking hated them all. Couldn't stand them. Hated them all. I <laughs> hated them all. I hated Denver. We couldn't win. Patriots, Bruins, Celtics, we couldn't win in that state to save our lives. Every time they went there, they lost. Patriots in particular. 
Yeah. All I ever heard about the oxygen, how high it is and can't breathe. Blah, blah, and blah, 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 orange crush defense would come in and smack blah, the Patriots blah, around. And blah, it was always like, they looked like clowns. When the Patriots went out there, it was like, they, they didn't know what they were doing. They forgot how to play football. They did. They forgot how to play football. It was awful. Like every time. My whole childhood, it was like 38, 14, got killed. Just got, again, back to the days of thinking my team will never be good. And then they won playoff games in Denver. I was like, wow, we're winning playoff games in Denver. This is new. I got to admit, I rooted for New England every time they went to Denver. Beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. That was, that was, we did well there. Brady did well there. That was, he did. He, He did well. So the Boston Bruins, the books just said, fuck it. We're going two and a half. <laughs> this is a not even line. a use. Like it should never be one and a half no more. So what's this the is the funniest line. Uh, this is the funniest line of the entire night. The Boston Bruins are minus two and a half on the puck line against the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Right. I mean, on the I, I got a good price last night on the money line, and I and I, I'm 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 happy with it. It's minus four thirty at Fanduel right now. On the money line. <laughs> Who in their right mind that's not under duress or gunpoint is coming to the counter and saying, give me the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Gabe Morenci. <laughs> he ain't even going to do it. <laughs> the Just, only way you can do it is if you take two and a half. Yeah. There ain't nobody betting the money line. There is zero. Ch- like, seriously, there's a bet percentage on sites and all this other stuff. And on a lot of the software that I use, there's a number of bets. Mm-hmm. Didn't always take into account the parlays. Some of the good software did. Some of the good software did not, But or bad software, whatever it is. But you could see the bet count. There ain't going to be more than 10 bets on the Canadians tonight across the whole, like, FanDuel deck. Yep. <laughs> Money line. <laughs> like the whole, wherever their states they're in. I mean, it's crazy that the, the puck line is two and a half and the total is six. <laughs> like they're just telling you five, four, one win for Boston. Well, they just beat San Jose Sunday for nothing. Yep. Not saying that. I mean, the Canadians are not good. They're at home. Okay. They've been eh at home though. Eh. That's the same thing you said when I asked you who the Eagles beat in the Super Bowl. Or no, you said meh. That was they're 11 and 12 at home, Montreal. They're five and five over the last 10. Bruins are 15, four and one on the road, nine and one over the last 10, and they've won five straight. (laughs) (laughs) They have 78 points. They're 37, (laughs) five and four. They've lost nine games in total, and they've lost four of them on the road. Four, four, or five of them on the road. So when I went outside today and I saw the temperature. I literally thought, all right, what is this temperature? And then I thought, how many wins did the Bruins have? Because I think it's the same number. Almost. 37 to 36 were the numbers for the temperature and the number of wins that the Bruins have in January. (laughs) Late January. It's ridiculous. 46 games played. They've won 37. You can have the Canadians all you want on the money line. This is one in the book where we, I mean, look, it's 430. What is this close? At some point, you know, by game time, somebody's going to have 450, 460. This should be one where I'd say, fuck it, just go to $5. Let somebody scalp us. Let them have plus $4. 
Bruins can't lose that. I can't. I? I got 345 last night. You laid 345 in a parlay. Oh, you got all that CLV, baby. So I got a dollar. I got a dollar value on the Bruins money line betting it last night. And so, but I've got it team teams up with it. With, with, you know, paired up with another bet. I'll tell you about in a second. Okay. Right. During better, during better to book it. So we got two bad teams, ducks and the coyotes total of six and a half. Oh God. Can you bet the over here. Oh, these teams. It's stink. a confluence of events. Like we want to bet the ducks over every game, but do we want to bet the coyotes over? Nine, seven, and two for the Coyotes at home. To the under the duck, or straight nope, up? Just straight up. And the Ducks are five, 16, and four straight up on the road. Oh, forget. I mean, are you looking for a reason to take the Ducks? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just looking. Ducks, do we? No, I'm six and a half. I'm looking. It's juiced to the under, which is weird. It's not, though. Look at the over under records for these teams. Um, well, the Ducks have been a the Ducks I mean, are an over team. Yeah. <laughs> the Ducks look, are at the, over. look at the Coyotes. They just uh, beat the Knights 3-1. We were at Chicky and Pete's on Sunday. 4-1, yeah. The kids, yeah, the kids were like going, oh, the Knights stink. Hold on. The Ducks are 26 and 21 overall to the over this year. The Coyotes are 23 and 24 to the over. So pretty much flat. Pick them. Right? At, at, at home this year. Um, because the Ducks have played, I mean, the, the Coyotes have played so many, so few games because of the arena situation. They're nine and nine, so they're flat. And on the road, the Ducks are fifteen and ten to the over on the road. Over, yeah. So I, I think over six and a half. I think it's an over game. I think these teams don't stop each other. They both suck. Neither one. They're both going to score a bunch of goals. I'm not betting it, but that's my lean is to the over. So, how would you handle Vancouver here tonight? So Vancouver, like we know. Goal in the first 10 minutes, best team in yeah. hockey. Over yeah. in the first period, best team in hockey. Yes. Fired their coach, Rick Tockett, game one tonight against Chicago. Oh, I got guys that would come in and auto, auto bet the Can or auto bet the Canucks. So that's did so you see bet, the clip yesterday on. of the woman saying Canucks? No. <laughs> oh my lord. Somebody said Canucks. Awesome. And she said it twice. Doing Is a she from broadcast. No, she's oh, not no. from Canada. Oh, he's a he's, newscaster. It was a newscast. I'll send you the video. That's you can't phenomenal. even believe it. Gabe, Gabriel played it on the show. Oh, I couldn't stop laughing because she started it off with the Vancouver Canucks fired Canucks. Bruce Bedro. Like she oh, no. mispronounced every everything. Every name. And then <laughs> as she got to the end, she goes, the Canucks. And she said it again. I literally lost it. I had to, I had to oh, take no. me off. I, I couldn't stop laughing. It was hysterical. But Autoplay on the Canucks. Auto Interesting. Play. Wow. No. I I think it's a no play, but they're minus two thirty five. The Blackhawks are four and one over their last five games on the road to first period overs. If you're looking for that trend to continue, it's a first I, period over for sure. It's a game over for sure. I don't know the Blackhawks. No, it is. But what does Rick Tuckett do? Is a new coach coming in? Do they play the same way? They still got the same guys. They do. I just. I don't know. It seems like it's a it's a wait and watch game versus a bet game to me. Well, I, I mean, it's a repeated pattern of behavior. It's interesting. So you think on the Canucks to win tonight? She called point. him Rick Tukit too, instead of Rick Talk. <laughs> Everything was oh oh, it was Tuk Tukit Canucks Rick Tukit. 
Bruce Bedro or some uh, it was everything was wrong. It was oh, hysterical. That's awesome. It was wow. absolutely hysterical. don't have a news person to do the sports podcast. That's that's what you do yeah, I was doing bad. hockey too. So Vegas is 15, four and two straight up on the road. They are. at New Jersey tonight as plus 150 ducks. What is this? What is what? How are they plus 150 dogs on the road tonight? What do you mean? They should be more or less? Less. Why? Because they're 15, four and two straight up on the road. What are the devils though? At home, the devils are decent, but they're better on the road. Devils are 12, devils 10 and two at home. They're 18, two and two on the road. Devils are a road team, not a home team. Right. So why the hell are they this big of a favorite? I don't get this line. This line makes zero sense to me. Does? Yeah, I'm gonna bet it. If it stays like this, I'm just, I haven't bet it yet. I'm waiting. I'm gonna bet the money. What are you gonna bet the knights? You gonna yes. take the knights? Yes. Vegas? Vegas? I have them already in a parlay with the Bruins, I'll tell you in a second about, but I take them on the money line too. It's plus 150. This is the first uh, they lost Sunday to Arizona. They lost Arizona, second game of the road trip. Second game of the trip. Seems very extra, like the kids like to say. I'd be, I feel like the fair line more is probably what 160, 165 minus. When he gets to 180, man, that feels like, oh, that's a lot. But might be something wrong with the Knights right now. Why not on the road? No, I know, but like they just lost to Arizona. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's going on with the, the, the they're not getting a puck to the net. I don't know. Uh, cautious. Be cautious. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of moves today. Better to book it time. Yes, let's go. Come on. We're rolling. We're going to get the whole show in for the grid. This is great. Here is the gift parlay of the day. Oh, boy. Go in the first 10 minutes. Vegas and New Jersey. Philly. Okay. And the LA Kings, Vegas and the LA Kings are currently on six game strings in a row to a oh, gift. First, yes. Vegas like is that. nine and one over their last 10 games Ooh, to a gift. Okay. okay. Kings are eight and two over their last 10 to a gift. Jersey's okay. five and five and Philly is six and four. It's a plus 164 parlay. Take your shot, son. I think we bet this. I think you take your shot. Shoot your shot. First period gift. Yes. Okay. Second bet. Yes, sir. Also, also hockey parlay. God, this hockey content is unbelievable, by the way. You just keep this shit rolling. This is great. Bruins money line. Bruins money line. Bruins money line. Well, that's a no-brainer. Okay. Vegas puck line at plus one and a half goals. So the Bruins are 15, four and one on the road, Montreal 11 and 12 at home. Vegas is 13 and eight on the puck line on the road. Jersey is nine and 15 at home on the puck line. They can win. Just run by one. Hesitated yesterday and I booked a bet with the, with the puck line and it was right. Mm -hmm. right. We didn't get there that lost the overtime. Um, Two, one in the third and they, Blew it and gave that. Ah, I was yeah, I was leaning. I was going the right way, but that was yeah. We were everything stars. Was right it was. And then they lost. And then Buffalo won the game. Lost. Right, it was terrible. Um, I think I would book this one. I'm worried about Vegas. I could be completely wrong. I'm not worried about the Bruins. No Bruins money line. You can find a bunch of different dance partners for. 
and put it in a bunch of stuff. But uh, I'm worried about the Vegas puck line there. Why is that line so high? I feel like we're being led right to the end. What I do you mean? mean? Vegas is so high? A plus 150? It's minus 165. I got last night on the puck line. Yeah. Plus, plus one and a half. I don't understand why the money line is so high. I feel like I'm missing something. So I trust the line there. I think okay. that the that the devils are the side. Yeah, they can win. Let them win. That's good. Just don't win by two. Yeah. Win by one. And we'll right. be okay. Nine, nine, 15 on the puck line. Let's keep that going. Make it nine and 16 on the puck line. And then I have one college basketball bet for you. Oh my. We are going to the Drake Bulldogs tonight huh. at home against Indiana state. You haven't done this in a while. I haven't right. gone in. I haven't dipped my toe into the Drake Bulldogs. I'm going back to the well tonight with the Drake Bulldogs because they're playing well. Okay. They're starting to come into form here. Uh-huh. Indiana State has lost four games in a row and has not covered in four games in a row. Sycamores. Yep. And uh, Ronan Penn just set the single game record for assists in the last game for Drake with 18 assists on the road at Evansville. All right. They're 14 half point favorites. They won by 33. Killed. That's good. They're two and one against the number over the last two games. They lost to Missouri State in their last game, but in the two games before that, they were able to do incredible things in big blowout victories over Valley teams. Okay. I like Drake to, I'm going to get on a little Drake run here. They're only seven, 12 and one ATS this year. The books yeah. know what people like me have been doing. Right. And they've been moving the number a little bit too high for Drake. A little bit, a little but bit. Now they, people are kind of forgotten about them. We're in the heart of the Valley. Mm. They're nine and one straight up at home this year okay. at the nap center for Drake. Betting it or booking it. Bulldogs minus six. I book it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a little bit extra. Uh, uh, that seems high. I don't know. It's going up too. It's six and a half everywhere. So, not knowing a damn thing or watching one second of either team play. <laughs> it's on CBS Sports Network, by the way. If you want. To oh, okay. I'll, I'll listen. I like the coverage of those games on there. I watched a lot of that. Did you watch New Mexico State and? Uh, you mean New Mexico in Nevada? New Mexico in Nevada last night? No, yeah. I followed it on Twitter though. Everybody was tweeting about it late night. Holy so. crap! I, West uh, action. I didn't even make it the whole way. Like I fell asleep. Who won? Um, Nevada by three. Oh, it's a big win for Nevada. And it closed like three and a half, four. So the dog mm. got there. A lot of shenanigans at the end. Apparently, oh, uh, just the, the, the refereeing games is just yeah, it's just. So crazy. Um, yeah, I'll book this one. Um, I circled two games to ask you. Fire them. Um, for better to book it. It's, uh, Wyoming is at UNLV tonight. Yep, I looked at it. Did, what was your first thought? Lay it or take it? Hold on. It's an 8 o'clock game. Hold on. I got it written. It's Tuesday. I think I'm going to go down again and watch in person. I've got it written down. Um, Oh. oh, I was was going to take it. You were going to take the dog? Yeah. UNLV sucks at home. Yeah, I think I would Wyoming like, does on the road too. The Wyoming's one seven and one on the road. ATS Nevada is two, sorry. UNLV is two and seven at home. ATS. UNLV is actually a much better road team than a home team. They have stunk at home. Yes, they have. And they lost yeah. to they lost as five and a half point favorites to Colorado State. They lost outright. They were laying one and a half points to Boise. They lost by eighteen. They got crushed in the second half of the game. That's the game I was at. They were they're catching four points against San Diego State at home. They lost by nine. Yeah. 
Like they don't, they will for, it, there is no home atmosphere right now at Thomas and Mac. There's no crowd go down and get a hot dog and go watch the game. They're trying yeah. really, really hard to pump people to go to the game. Did I see the emails from people who, from the university, like yeah. if you're with UNIV, I teach there. So like, they're trying really hard alumni nights. They're, they're doing all sorts of different promotions and whatnot. And right yep. now people just aren't going. Yep. All right. Um, I like the, the favorite there. The other game that I had was uh, Rutgers is at home against Penn state three thirty start uh, Pacific. So it starts early before all the other games, it's literally the first game on the board Rutgers minus six Six and a half for our purposes. The total's only 127. 128 now. Well, that's paid in 127. Else. Give me Rutgers. I'll lay the seven. Wrong again. You're okay. supposed to say Penn State plus the mm, points. Penn no. State, dog and under. Dog and under. It's a model. No. Rutgers is 10 and three hey. ETS at home. Hey. They're seven and three over the last 10. Stick Penn man. State's five and three on the road, but Penn State lost to Wisconsin on the road in their last game. That's right. Lost to Michigan by 10 in their last game on the road. Lost the last two games away from home. So Give hard me. to play on the road. Anyway. Rutgers is an awesome home, home court advantage. Awesome home court advantage. Tough place to play. That's your awesome. Mikey, awesome. Tough place to play. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We're back tomorrow, Man. midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time, live yes, on stay here. YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. More to come here with BVP. Much more, bro. Okay, not much more. It's true. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, well, it started off with seeing a sunrise. Literally seeing the sunrise just puts you in that right mindset and then listening to music in the morning. This guy, DJ Thump. Was, I'm telling <laughs> Can you, you just go ahead and get him on the show? Just, just DM him on I, Twitter. Go DM him on Twitter or tell him tell tell me where what station he works for. I'll call there. We just get this guy on the air. Let's just get this guy on the show. Need to get him on just need we to, have get, him to get him on. And he the, put out a phone number today and said to call in. And I almost called in. No, was, no, no, don't not do that. Why? <laughs> don't call radio stations, please. This is like talking to my grandfather. Like, please don't do this. Like, I used don't, to do that all the time. Please, yes, but in your prior days, you are now actually in the business. Do not be calling other shows, please. Right. Especially hip hop shows. Don't be calling Mr. White Guy. Don't be calling hip hop shows. Yes, leave, guy it, leave it to DJ's thumb. When he comes on our show, then you can tell him everything else. Don't go on his show and tell him everything. All right. But that, that I was listening to the music and I was like, just, 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 it was just a great way to start the day. And I thought, yes. um, you know, this is good. Like, you know, I went to sleep super early last night. I finished the shows and I was like, I was done, done. Good. So I went to sleep. The importance of sleep every day is immeasurable, but the ability to get up while the East Coast is just waking up and us be out here, made a couple calls, talked to some people. This uh, this is this this has been a good day, and it's not even noon yet. So that's the best thing about today so far. Oof. I think we go wow. to UNLV game tonight too. I'm gonna put it out that I'm down there. I if you're down there, and you're in town, come by. Bullshit. There's like we can sit and sit. We can pick whatever section we oh. want. You know what I'm saying? Like I went down last time. I scalped the ticket. Oh, yeah. Got a ticket for outside. Quick. So went they inside. Have a physical ticket outside. Physical ticket outside. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Got a ticket outside. I sat in the third row on <laughs> no one, one side. No, it's going to stop you. 
No, well, no, that's where the ticket was that I oh, bought. Even better. It was 25 bucks. I sat in the third row. Yeah. But then I saw Adam Hill. Yes. I went and sat with Adam for the oh, second nice. half. It was a blast. You sat in, in the press there. on the press tables? No, Adam no. was sitting in the third row on the other side of the court by the wow. Boise State. That's what I mean. Listen, there was like so, so I, the media like fifteen hundred people. I, mean, I, wanna, I told you, no one's going. Especially tonight, no. nobody will be there tonight. It'll be empty tonight. Eh. Nobody will be there. Um, my two, I have a new one that I'll add here. Ooh. So John Murgis, our friend, just said on Twitter, a lot of people ask me what makes me successful betting sports. Yeah, he wrote, I do watch the Boston versus the book every day. Matt and Dave are phenomenal. I get it. Mergers will be here on Friday. And He's then coming to town. we got, I'm going to have to take him out to eat. Somebody named pickles. Right. Pickles. I uh, love we, we met pickles. We yep. met pickles. Yes. Um, we met pickles at, um, where the hell did we meet pickles at the, at the, um, Westgate. When you came down for the wager talk meet and greet. Oh, he was over on a table, like when we walked around and we, oh. and we were talking, and then you accused me of leaving you there and talking to people. You did, yes. I was talking to other people. I was talking <laughs> to Pickles. That's where he, we introduced you. And then you ran out. He then, Pickles wrote, I love watching, listening to them. Both oh, of man. them are so relatable in everyday life. So that's right there. <laughs> that that goes into one of my Oh, someone just gave us gave me the, the the look at these pelicans fly. Come on, pelicans fly from Scarface. We've been sent the picture, the scene of Scarface on Twitter. <laughs> so, yeah, that's phenomenal. Thank you, guys. Well, this is what I love about the show is that now it's like it's becoming like things on the show, then transfer off the show onto social media. And then like they can show people like, hey, guys, this is what it's referencing. I love that. My original favorite thing about today is the bitching and whining and crying of chief fans over the fact that Carl Sheffers became the head ref in the Super Bowl. I love this. They're so fucking mental. They're so fucked up that they are now going ahead and complaining about the referee for a game. They're not fucking in yet. They're not in the game yet. You're not even in the game. How about you got to win the game first before you start worrying about who the referee is going to be in the Super Bowl. But the, amazing meltdown this morning that happened with chief fans about who got named the official referee. They started pulling stats. Did you know that 15% of all the flags this year were flown or thrown by this one dude, this guy, <gasps> this guy is, is, is responsible. His crew is responsible for 15% of the flags being thrown. Gamblers are already coming out and tweeting saying, Hey, if the Chiefs from the Super Bowl got to keep this in mind for the flag prop, you got to oh. go ahead and, and, and bet the yes on the over oh. on the flags because of, what are we doing? Can you please? We got two weeks to go with this, okay? So we're gonna talk about the head referee in the Super Bowl we got for six how long? Days. What are you talking about? We got to get to the AFC Championship yet before we even talk. Why? Is Fine. The, and then we have two off? weeks after the Chiefs win. We have two weeks after that oh, while we'll complain me. and whine oh, and be mad about who the referee is. People claiming conspiracy theories already to make sure the Chiefs lose <laughs> without knowing who they're playing. But they have to, Chiefs have to lose. So the NFL and, and they're just, they, this is the whole conspiracy. That's why this guy got named the head referee of the Super Bowl. I was dying this morning laughing. <laughs> I love this. This is so funny. This is so Kansas City. This is so typical. They see ghosts when ghosts don't exist. Oh, boy. So typical Chief fans. You have excuses oh, already made up because if mm. you, you know what they're going to say. Well, 
they put Carl Shefford, you know, that this dude was a head referee. Yeah, but you lost to the Bengals. Yeah, but they were already, for, we were going to lose anyway. We, I'm glad we lost to the Bengals because we were going to lose the Super Bowl. Look what the NFL did. They put some guy that was going to guarantee we we're going to lose. It's on them. Yeah. Nonsense. Just absolute full-blown nonsense. I was in love with it this morning. Oh. I was like, there's articles on different chief blogs. There's all these different tweets that are out there. Really? Already? Oh, my. It's so awesome. This came out. Chiefs Hive tweets. I mean, seriously, how does Carl Sheppers make the head ref for the Super Bowl? It's so clear he has a vendetta against the Chiefs and their fans. Absolutely ridiculous. The NFL should be ashamed. Come on. Ashamed? They're not in the fucking game yet. They're not there. Can we get them to the game first before you start saying the NFL should be ashamed? There's a vendetta and a conspiracy against the Chiefs. Can right. they please just win the game first on Sunday and then you worry about the referees? I mean, listen, I like to give you shit when you're wrong, but you're dead on balls accurate with this one. <laughs> you're right. What in the hell are you worried about the referee in the Super Bowl for, for if you're a Chief fan right now? You've got Joe Burrow coming in. You're a home dog, and you have a banged-up quarterback. Yeah, don't be worrying about the ref. You better be worried about stopping Joe Mixon in that running game. That's your concern right now. Not the guys wearing the black and whites in a game that you're not even in yet. By the way, I got to yeah. recognize the boys, too. Mikey hmm. Awesome and JC from KC, who did the pictures of me <laughs> on those guys' bodies. Me on Mahomes going like this, and then me on Joe Burrow with the glasses on. Um, I posted them on the Twitter at Sports BK. It said got a zillion comments on it. Nice. And then I just looked up on ESPN, and they did that with each one of their personalities uh -oh. today. They just did it on the show. They put their face on different players. Uh -huh. And I'm thinking – you guys at ESPN, thank you for watching the show. I really do appreciate <laughs> all of you watching the show and, and and taking some of our ideas and using them. Just fucking say thank you once in a while, please. They've been doing that for a while, but I get your point. That's okay. I've been getting thank your point. You. Thank you for being here, guys. Uh, we'll make some news in about tomorrow about where you're going to find the show and what's going on. It won't be exact, but we'll give you kind of an idea as to what we're doing, counting down to the February 1st change of a bunch of stuff that's going to be happening. So just a heads up on the show tomorrow for a Wednesday. Farah, Dave, Matt, see you tomorrow. Bam. Ow.